I'm your host, David Frost. This is my strategic forecast where you get common sense market analysis. Today is Thursday, January 30, 2020. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY, or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. We have a lot of stuff on the docket today. I have a lot of notes. A lot of things went on with the market. When we look around the horn, there's a lot of things happening similar or the same to what we discussed yesterday. There are no accidents or coincidences across the market. So we're going to go over all the things that really create what we'll call the duck. A couple of things jump off the page at me, so what I'll do is convey them right over to you. The first thing is the 323.84. That's been on the chart for a while. You'll notice that the low of day today is just below that number, and it's below for a reason. What's below that number? There was a gap down there. A gap that was not filled the day after it was created, and it was not filled today in the SPY. Now, we talk about this often when they miss a gap by a smidgen, by pennies. In this case, it was about four cents. When they miss it like that, it's not an accident, it's not a coincidence, it's done on purpose. I take it as a signal. Sometimes they come back down and go farther in the southern direction, but a lot of times, and we use the 80-20 rule, we see this a lot, We talk about this a lot, so it's of no surprise to anybody. But when they do that, it's a sign, it's a signal of bullish behavior when they miss the gap down below. And certainly in a bull market, and we have an uptrend in a bull market, that's what's happening. So they have a tendency to take off to the upside, leaving waiters of the gap at the altar. That's item number one. So I look at the gap, I look where price was at the low today, and I want to double check, did they fill the gap? Well, I know they didn't fill the gap. I was watching it at the time. Then what happened? Then they took off to the upside. It took a little while to get going, and we're going to go to the intraday charts and go over the activity because inside the numbers, had this lock, stock, and barrel once again. We had the low of day before it took place, and early in the day, we were talking about something that we discussed here in this, the Common Sense Market Analysis video on Wednesday night, which was the ABC potential that was going on. I believe we talked about it in the IWM, also relating to the SPY, all looking very similar or close to the same. We also have something of interest. It's of interest to me. It was the gap that was missed yesterday. Made a big deal about it. Did they miss the gap? Is that a sign that they're going to trade away in the southern direction? It's a very weak market if they can't go get the gap. So what happens today? They trade down, retest the lows, make a higher low, and are now coming back up. To do what? To go get the gap. Are they likely to stop at the gap? No, they're probably not going to stop at the gap if, in fact, they go get the gap on Friday. That gap we're referring to is the one we discussed on Wednesday night. The gap happens to be 328.77. So if you find the market up in that neighborhood on Friday, expect them to go slightly higher than the gap. And, of course, inside the numbers, members will have the real-time data and information. Is it data or is it data? I happen to like... Dater. Now we go to an hourly chart. 
Now, here's what we had in the hourly chart. The market gaps down early in the morning and immediately gets bought up with both hands. The stocks on the move list, they all got bought up. Everything got bought up right out of the gate. And then the Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate crew show up and in the following hour, drop the market to new lows. So when that began to happen, when it started to take place, we had a pretty easy beat on the market. You'll see this is a different gap that shows up on the daily chart. And what we were focused on was the ES number of 3241. And if this sounds a bit confusing, let me go over to the ES chart and we'll come back to this because there's more to discuss on this. But I want to make a point. This is what inside the numbers members were getting. Here's the low of day, 3241. And that was occurring at about 11.30 a.m. Well, it was more about 11 o'clock a.m. This is the candle ending at 11.30 a.m. Here's the point that I was getting to. This is a snippet from inside the numbers. Focus in on the middle of the page, 10.41 a.m. There goes the low of day. Back to the numbers from this morning. Now they'll look for a mid to late morning low. What's below? ES 32.41 neighborhood which is a gap. Then you can see at 10.58 so far, they got to and gave the bounce off said gap at ES 32.41. Still weak, can go lower, jury's still out. Takes them a while to make the turn. We're back on the SPY chart. I want to explain something else. So we made that low, and in that hourly candle, they put in a tail candle. Now, mind you, this is everything that's in the course, lazy e-mini trader. All these things, all these nuances, how the market operates, what to look for, signs and signal of a trend change, where they show up, how they show up, what happens after they show up, all important, all in the course. Now, here we get a tail candle and we have a classic retracement. Takes a couple of hours to retrace. This is the market's way of making as many traders, A, frustrated, and B, look like fools as much of the time as possible. That's the way the market works. What happens? Later on, the market makes a low, get this, of 323.86, two pennies above the 323.84. Any accidents or coincidences? I don't think so. And then all of a sudden, next scene shows it rips to the upside, never looking back. Now we're back to inside the numbers because you have to see what was in the notes throughout the day. I gave you a snippet before. That's just a part and parcel if you're trading the market throughout the trading day. If you're active in the market, this is your tour guide. If you understand what's discussed in these videos and you understand the material that's found in the course at Lazy E-Mini Trader, then you have a tour guide to lean on every single day regardless of what the market's doing. So you can start and stop the video as usual. We'll scroll up. You can see exactly what was said throughout the trading day. And once again, I think we had a pretty good beat on everything that the market was doing. I got a pretty healthy list of emails coming from traders that did take the long trade. They knew where they were wrong. And as a result, they were rewarded handsomely. We're going to also talk about what's next, what's upcoming for the market when we go back to the charts. I just want to finish scrolling up here, giving you a chance to read, start and stop at your own leisure. I'm going to continue 
scrolling up. We'll finish this out in a moment. We're almost done as we get into the afternoon and the market becomes relatively quiet and it also becomes obvious what's happening. The commentary becomes really just a play-by-play. You've got to already have your position locked in. That takes us through the remainder of the notes. Now let's get back to the charts. And we're going to take a look from the standpoint of a 120-minute chart. A little bit different conversation. Let's have the conversation of, what is this? It's either A or B. We have to be the umpire. A or B will become clear as the market begins to move. Right now, we have a pretty good hint whether it is A or B. But let's map out, what is A or B? A is the fact that this could still be a bearish wedge, some kind of bearish pattern that's going to have another move or a continuation move to the downside. Now, could we trade to the top of this channel right up here? Absolutely. Remember, when you look at the daily chart, they again recaptured the 20-period moving average today. And now, above all the moving averages, technically speaking, there's nothing wrong with the market. The other side of that is the ABC pattern we discussed yesterday and that was also brought forward first thing in the morning. So we have a potential ABC pattern at work here. Off the bottom, you have an A leg up, a B leg down, which makes a higher low. That's bullish. You retest a low. You don't get to the low. You make a higher low, take off to the upside. That's a bullish pattern. And the C leg, if it should work out that way, finishes officially once it gets to or above the high of the A leg. So that's what we have in operation right now. If they do the thing where they bust over these highs here and complete the C leg of that pattern, is it likely they just stop short and then turn around and go back? Or if they're doing it on a Friday, do they keep going and do they get above the 50 period moving average and do they try and get to a round number like 330 and basically the bottom line is, and we'll have a beat on it in the morning for inside the numbers members, but the bottom line is, yeah, that's probably likely. Doesn't all have to happen in one day, but if they're headed in that direction, remember it's a bull market, it's in an uptrend, you just had a rebound off a retest. Are they going to kill the market into Super Bowl weekend? Maybe, maybe not. Let's take a look at something else, a little bit of a short hop. We're going to go long. Here's a monthly chart of the SPY. Interestingly enough, the close of the month, the close of January, is tomorrow. It depends on what type of candle is put in tomorrow. Doesn't necessarily have to put anything on or take anything off the table However, it would be interesting to see where January closes. We have an interesting scenario from a time perspective. Those traders that have taken the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, will see exactly what I'm talking about. The type of candle that's put in at the end of January will be very, very telling. Straight up tomorrow, you may have time in terms of what we're looking at off the recent pivot low. But if you had a specific type of close tomorrow and traders that have taken the course know what I'm referring to, then you would have time and a signal of a trend change. We'll have to see where the month of January closes. Before we move on to another market, I do want to make mention of something that we discussed yesterday When we started seeing multiple markets that missed their gap, remember we made a comment that said, are we buying the story? If you hang around the markets long enough, you get to understand what corners 
Trick Trap Fool and Frustrate Crew hang out in. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Something interesting for those of you that are interested in trend lines, interested in support, resistance, why markets do what they do, when they do it. Well, here's an important area. I put the line at 161.94. Why is that? Here's what it represents. This low right here from December 10th was 161.94. The market gapped up, came back to retest, and took off. Now, we came back in to test a former breakout area. Now, a case could be made the other day that happened, could have been lower than that, could be down here. It's another breakout area. There's several or multiple on every single chart. We're using this data to get micro or short term for what the market does, when it does it, why it bounces off certain prices, even if it's for a short term basis. Well, look where the low of day was today. Low today was 161.93. Any accidents or coincidences? I think not. They had an opportunity when things were bad early on to go down and fill the gap. They chose to stay up here. They're bouncing away. Now, the IWM on the daily chart is way, way ahead in terms of leading to the downside against the SPY. Nothing's changed from that standpoint. But if we're going to get a continuation rally in the S&P 500, it stands to reason the same thing would apply to the IWM in the short run. Looking at the 60-minute chart, you can see same routine. They made the lower low. Let's talk about the lower low for a second. If you read the notes from the Inside the Numbers commentary, you'll notice as soon as they broke the lows, and here's a shorter-term chart. Here's a 15-minute chart. So here's the morning low, first candle of the day. They rally up, and then they crap out. And once they broke the lows, right here about 1045, not only am I providing the numbers as it relates to the S&P 500, but right away, I'm also indicating that we're looking for a mid to late morning low right away. So I'm not thinking the market's going to just collapse. We had the number, we had our eye on the gap, and we're looking for a mid-morning pivot. Now, here's the difference. Back to the hourly chart for a moment. When the market makes a new low, there's a lot of traders that get excited. They want to hop on board on the short side. The market typically will take the elevator down and the escalator up, so they know that they can make a lot of money fast if the market actually falls through the trap door. So once the market makes a low, you get a lot of traders hopping on the short side. This is the pie-in-face conversation. Think about it for a moment. As soon as we break the lows, I'm already telling my traders inside the numbers we're looking for a mid-to-late morning pivot. I'm telling you the opposite of what most traders think is unfolding. You can't think like most traders. How about the transportation department? Look at this reversal in the transports. Now think about this for a moment. You come into the 100-day moving average, put in a tail candle, and guess what? It's on time. If you took the course, you can see that we're right in the zone. So it's not out of the question that the transports are finding low in this area at this time. Does it have to be a long-standing low? No. Can it be a low that sends the transports back above the moving averages? Yeah, why not? Remember the gap that wasn't filled? Are we buying the story? I'll tell you this. If they can't go up and fill the gap, and just as a refresher, what am I talking about? This gap here. The gap is at 11,059 and change. 
Yesterday's high came up short, 11,038 and change. So if they can't go up and fill the gap, then it is weakness and there will be lower prices. So you have one of two things working here. Again, playing umpire, calling balls and strikes. You either have a market that's trying to put in a low. doesn't have to be a long-standing low, but it's a low. And if that's the case, they're going to rally for a few days. Or is it tricking company trying to suck in some buyers and then they're going to hit it again? Well, here's what the 80-20 rule says. The 80-20 rule says right now the transports put in a low today again. Could be just for a short period of time, but it says they put in a low. 20% of the time, you're going to find the rug pulled out first thing in the morning. Now we got something cooking. The queues, the tech space. Look where it is. Close of day 222. Current quote as I make this video, almost 225. What's going on? Amazon's going on. Amazon's up $240.50, about 13%. 250 bucks sounds a lot more dramatic than 13%, but either way, 13% is a big number on a big stock. There's your earnings reaction. To put it in perspective, Amazon's trading around 2100 right now. The old highs were over here at 2050. So Amazon trading at a new high after hours. If it holds by the morning, Big day coming for Amazon. One of those walks like a duck, talks like a duck things. With Amazon up 13%, without some kind of a black swan, on a Friday, very hard to see everything else going in the other direction. That's one of those just saying things. Could wake up to something different Friday morning. We'll see. Remember this? XLF. Big day, big reversal in the XLF. $30.98 is the January number, or the monthly number, I should say. Guess what? Not that far away. Not as far as we were first thing in the morning. That was the weekly chart. Switched over to the daily. You can get a better look at it. $30.98. I don't know if they'll close above that number for the month of January, but look what's going on here. They had a pullback. They've recaptured the 30 and a quarter. So essentially... They're still in a bullish pattern, and what did they do? Essentially, all they did was to come down here and test this former breakout area. You can make a case of breakout areas here at the gap or down here, down at this low here, but somewhere in this zone is what they did. They came down to test it, and now they're running higher. So this is where the market consolidated. So it ran up. I know this chart is sloppy. It ran up, busted out, went sideways, came back down to what? The same breakout area. That's all. We see the same thing happen over and over and over again. Doesn't matter whether we're looking at an XLF chart, an SPY chart, an ABC chart, an AMZN chart. Speaking of which, how about AMZN? Let's take a look at this for a moment. Now, what was going on here? It got sloppy. It broke this flaggish pattern from this pole over here came all the way down here we talked about it the other night came down not all the way but toward the low of the breakup candle and look where we are now you went back in that channel and look where we're going to be tomorrow morning unless something falls apart pretty remarkable pretty unbelievable how about the smh the proxy for the philadelphia semiconductor index look what happened here we can have a takeaway from this so your 50 period moving average is 139.79 today it's a moving target 
because it's in an uptrend. Every day, the moving average does change, so that number will change. But today, that's where it is. What's the low of day? 139.97. Didn't even get to the 50. Turned around like everything else and went in the other direction. Now, look where it is on the chart. Even if it rallies back to the 20-period moving average, who's to say that it's not going to just collapse from here? But we had an intraday reversal. It's important. It's information we need to know. These are puzzle pieces. They're on the table. I had a request to cover crude oil. Let's cover the black gold. Pretty epic collapse from up about $65. And you have a very similar tail candle on the daily chart that we saw on the hourly chart of the SPY and the IWM and the list goes on and on. Where did you find low? You found low right around the low area of this breakup candle. It stands to reason. Doesn't mean it's over, but it is a sign or signal of a potential trend change. You're in a downtrend and you're testing these lows. This is the weekly chart. You're testing these lows another time. So you've been down here once, twice, three times, four times. The more times you're going to bang on the area, the more likely it is you're going to go lower. Right now, you had the defense run out on the field. We'll see how long they can hold off lower prices. Remember, the trend is your friend until it's not. Right now in crude oil, the trend is down. You can certainly have some rip-your-face-off rallies in the downtrend, but the trend is down. And with that, folks, it's everything that I wanted to and intended to discuss tonight, so I will wrap it here. Before I do, I want to tell you that I appreciate each and every one of you. Without you, these videos are not possible. My name is David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. My Strategic Forecast is hosted by David Frost. Subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app, and please visit MyStrategicForecast.com for more information. My Strategic Forecast is common sense market analysis.